it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. You gotta stop setting weight loss goals. Yeah, I said it. Not because I don't want you to be healthy or happy or feel good in your skin, but because I do want those things for you. And setting weight loss goals is a huge part of what's keeping you from actually getting or staying there. But Ronnie, it worked for me, you're probably thinking. Yes, it likely has. But how many years have you set the exact same weight loss goals? Is it really working if you're still doing it? No, it's not. Stop blaming yourself. It's not your fault. It is a fundamentally broken system. That's why everybody is struggling. It's not just you, it's everybody. Yes, sure, some people see some short-term weight loss, but very, very few ever actually keep any of it off. And so that's what I'm talking about today. I'm going to give you three of the biggest reasons why goal setting, weight loss goal setting is a big part of the problem. Um, Two of the biggest reasons why people tend to gain weight in the first place. And then I'm going to talk more generally about the two biggest uh, requirements for any goal that most people miss. So three of the biggest reasons why goal setting is a weight loss goal setting in particular is a big part of the reason you keep struggling. First, everything about our DNA has evolved to resist weight loss. When weight loss is the focus, particularly when there's a great deal of food restriction involved, you set yourself up for craving, caving, overeating, and binging. And it actually wires your brain for continuing to cave faster and easier the next time food restriction is present. It's one of the reasons why you keep falling off track. It's also why you keep putting off even trying and struggling to find the motivation to try again. Our brains are not designed to be motivated to, to lose weight. And our bodies are not designed to lose weight. How much time have you spent thinking, nah, I need to lose some weight, God, I got to get this weight off, eh, I'll start on Monday. That's what happens when weight loss is the goal because your brain keeps trying to talk you out of starving yourself by putting off even trying or caving every time you do. And the more attempts that you make at it, the better your brain gets at talking you out of doing it. That's why it keeps getting harder to stick to anything the longer you've been trying to lose weight. The second reason why setting weight loss goals is part of why you're continuing to struggle. When weight loss is the goal, it almost always is because we're associating our weight with our worth and our success in life. Now, you may be thinking, no, 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 Ronnie, you don't understand. I need to lose weight for my health. But really, is it really about health when you're obsessed with the number on the inside of your pant size or when you're obsessed with the number on the scale? That has nothing to do with health. That's you associating your worth with those things. And when that's the case, we are prone to treating ourselves poorly. 
when we're judging ourselves to not be measuring up and spending all of our time reminding ourselves that we need to change these things that we see as being wrong with us. It keeps your focus on what you're determining to be the problem and to be wrong with you, which just intensifies your insecurities and potential for self-punishing behaviors, rather than putting your focus where it should be, on understanding the causes so you're empowered to change them. Which brings me to my third point, It's completely ignoring why the weight went on in the first place. Now, I often say that humans are capable of extraordinary feats when we have a big enough why. That's the only reason people are even ever able to lose weight in the traditional way in the first place. They simply get desperate enough. We can do damn near anything when we're desperate enough, but that desperation doesn't last forever. And so the weight doesn't stay off because all you had been doing is just using sheer will to try to white knuckle your way through making short-term external changes while ignoring the things going on inside that causes the weight to go on in the first place. The two biggest being zero connection with our bodies and or having any idea what's in the food that we're eating and what our bodies actually need to get through the day and the second being mindless emotional stress and even binge eating those are behaviors pardon me that get literally programmed into our brains as conditioned responses to a thousand different things and weight loss doesn't change any of them Those things remain no matter how much weight we lose. So even if weight loss is actually achieved, the weight and food struggle remains. It just switches to become this futile attempt to try to keep it off. So I have watched a lot of people smash through a lot of really awesome goals in the last number of years. And I've done so myself. And I have watched a lot of people give up on a lot of goals without ever actually getting them anywhere. So what's the difference? Just goal setting in general. What makes one person reach them and another one quit? It comes down to two vital things. Being realistic about your current reality and being willing to start there where you are. And two, having a big enough why and keeping your focus more on that than the actual goals that you think you want. Now, again, like I said, I fully believe humans are capable of astounding things. You are not lazy and you do not lack discipline. When we want something badly enough, there's almost nothing we won't do to get it. But most people spend all of their time ignoring their current reality. The things that they think about themselves and their lives that are holding them back, right? And they spend all of their time obsessing over the what's instead. Like I was just talking about obsessing over the weight loss, the what. It's what you think you want and what you think you don't want. And all the while ignoring the thing that gives us all of our power, the whys. (laughs) Success is in the why and recognizing the things that are getting in our way so we can move past them. So when I started asking, and more important, living from why, everything got easier for me. So the question isn't, what do I want? Weight loss. The question is, 
why do I want that thing? And then as a follow-up question, why don't I already have it? So the follow-up helps you understand more about how, because it helps you plot a course for getting there, not based on what, what you think you should be or shouldn't be doing, but based instead on the ways that you need to learn and grow to become somebody who is aligned with living the reality that you do want. So when we have a why that gets us up in the morning, things like excuses and quitting aren't even options that exist in our vocabulary. We just follow our why because it's being driven from this place deeply connected to who we are and what we value most in life rather than this external measure of achievement that society tells us we're supposed to want. It helps you connect with your deepest core desire and gives you the awareness necessary to stop standing in your own way rather than just staring at that number on the floor every morning and being consumed with trying to make that change. So for example, chasing weight loss goals because you'd like to fit into a certain size or see a certain number on the scale when you're an emotional or binge eater is an example of not having a big enough why and not starting from a place that's realistic based on where you currently are. But yet that's what almost everybody does, which helps explain why so many people are struggling with weight loss goals. Almost everybody sets weight loss goals because of the way that they think seeing that number or being in that smaller body will make them feel. And almost everyone engages in some level of mindless or emotional eating, at least sometimes. And so it just keeps them stuck in that cycle of getting on and off the scale, wanting an arbitrary number to change so you'll finally feel like you have permission to be healthy and happy and feel good about yourself and your body or whatever you're telling yourself you're going to get from that weight loss. And you just end up continually caving and quitting on your attempts to change every time you get triggered by uncomfortable emotions or every time your brain gets scared that you're going to starve because you're restricting food. All of that is to say it's a recipe for actually being unhappy and feeling hopeless to change for obvious reasons. So even, again, if health is the reason that we think we want to lose weight, when are we going to stop treating our mental and physical health like their achievements or life levels to unlock? (laughs) Your health shouldn't be a goal. (laughs) Human wellness is not measured by how many pounds we lose or goals we can reach. It's the ever-changing individual conditions that determine how we experience life from inside of our bodies and our minds. Approaching our lives from the standpoint of digging into the deeper why behind all of the things that we want changes everything. Why has chasing weight loss become the central focus of your life in the first place? If you're like I was and it has, that is. Why does that number matter so much? It matters because we learn to associate some feeling with that number. We want to feel healthier. We want to stop hating the reflection in the mirror every morning. We want to feel good about ourselves or whatever the case may be. We obsess over that what, the thing that we think we need to achieve to feel that way. 
And then we chase it by doing things that keep pulling us farther away from our core desires. For example, trying to follow other people's rules about what we should or shouldn't be doing for our bodies while ignoring the wisdom of our own bodies or setting these unrealistic expectations and goals and then beating on ourselves the entire time when we judge ourselves as continually failing. We become so focused on that number that we think we want that we make ourselves miserable and moving farther and farther away from that feeling that we want. So if we go back to the example that I just gave, this chasing weight loss goals that everybody keeps doing, and we take the weight loss goal out of it and apply my why theory, everything changes. We are instantly empowered in this moment to live every moment in a way that aligns with what matters most to us and what makes us feel the best, rather than waiting until we get to that goal to feel that way. So when we apply this why method, when we stop chasing weight loss goals and apply this why method instead, you think, I hate my body and I want to lose weight. So before, when you're focused on the what, you think, I have to start dieting. And then it cues the instant feelings of dread and scarcity that creates overeating, binge eating, or self-punishing behaviors and nonstop obsessions over what you think you should or shouldn't eat to accomplish that goal, right? But now instead, if you apply the why theory, you ask, why do I hate my body and want to lose weight? Because I feel terrible and want to feel better. Why? Because I want to be healthy and happy and feel good about myself, right? That's usually the core desire for most people. And I believe weight loss will make me feel that way. So then again, ask why. Why am I not already experiencing those things now, right? because I eat mindlessly or to feed emotions in, the ways, in ways that cause weight gain, because I'm not connected with my body and what it needs. And when I gain weight, I feel like a failure. I feel like I'm less worthy and I make choices that are self-punishing and make me feel even worse when I feel that way. The second part of this why equation, the starting where you are, is just as vital as connecting with your big enough why. If you put a destination into Google Maps and expect it to map out your route without knowing the address you're starting at, you wouldn't get very far. But that's what so many of us are trying to do, right? Ignoring the current reality, hoping if we pretend that it doesn't exist, we can willpower our way to changing it. But if you're so exhausted all the time that you don't have the energy to walk to the end of the driveway or to spend a few minutes a day doing some light stretching, It's unrealistic to expect that suddenly you're going to have energy for this, you know, an hour a day of five days of workouts that you keep promising you're going to start doing. You have to start where you are. Why are you so exhausted? Why are you not already doing at least a little movement? And then based on your answers, start slowly building momentum from there instead of starting that new insanity workout that you're never going to have the energy to keep up with, right? Or if you're an emotional or binge eater, restricting food to try to lose weight will fail over and over and over again until you work on changing those things. You cannot ignore your current reality and expect to be happy or for any kind of change to last. You have to start where you are and change those things. Start where you are. 
then go back to your core desires, right? The things that you actually want, feeling happy, healthy, good about yourself or whatever. And this is when you can start asking a couple of what questions, right? So from that place of understanding the core desire, then ask what one thing can I do today to make me feel that way or will at least move me closer to feeling that way? So for example, ask your body what it needs and bring awareness to whatever thoughts are present for you. Are your thoughts helping or harming? If the latter, how can you change them? And then what do I need to do, change or learn for this to not be the way that I experience life in my body anymore or in my mind. So again, for example, if you're an emotional or binge eater, you have to learn to change the conditioning you've developed that's created those coping strategies. So you can ask, how can I start practicing to better manage my emotions today? Or what can I do to start valuing myself more so that I don't feel the need to self-punish through binging? Now, can you see how powerful this switch is? My own whys for me have been deeply connected from the beginning for me. Personally, my whys, I decided that I was simply not put here on this earth to live at war with myself, my body, and food anymore. Now, it took some time to figure out for me how my reality was creating that war so that I could actually change it. For example, for me, all the years that I worked on weight loss didn't change any of it. It was only when I did what I'm describing today that it actually changed, right? I took a step back and I realized that the weight obsessions were merely external superficialities that I had learned to believe were the answer to getting what I wanted in life. I realized, though, that if I ever actually wanted to stop the war so that I could just be happy and at peace with myself and my body, I had to change the things going on in me that were causing the war. It's... Like there's been this constant nagging, a calling from deep within me to just love, accept, and be at peace with myself. Before I knew better, I thought weight loss was the answer to those things. Now I know that it's really just about finding that place within me that just is peace. And so I'm driven every day to just keep uncovering and changing the things going on inside me that are keeping me from it. Knowing that with every new layer I uncover, every new layer of growth, every new level of growth, I get closer and closer, life gets easier, and things just keep improving. Now, professionally, my why is also been driven by a similar calling from deep within. A client once said to me, "Um, thank you for the pain you endured to save a soul like me. And I welled up with tears and I never forgot that line because for me professionally, that sums it all up. I need to feel like I'm giving others what I never got. I need to feel like the suffering that I've lived through has had some sense of purpose. And if I can use it 
and what I've learned to help pull others out of the darkness that I lived, if I can use it to have some positive impact in the world, then it will have had some purpose greater than me. And so professionally, that's my drive. That's my why. And I don't even set any goals every more, anymore. I wake up every day with one intention, to live from those core values and those core desires, creating the life that I want, creating a life that is peace and joy, and serving in ways that help others do the same. And so to do that, I ask one question every morning. What do I need to do and or learn today to move me one step closer to those things? And I cannot even express the level of peace that's come from that one switch alone. So is there a nagging, constant little itch somewhere deep within you that feels like it's trying to tell you something, but you're just not sure what? Is there some place inside of you that whispers, you are meant for so much more than this? Listen to those whispers. Whether you still decide to set goals or begin approaching life from more of this place of being than achieving like I have, try using this approach. Let go of the weight loss goal and instead focus on the what's. Connect deeply or instead of focusing on the what's, pardon me, connect with the why. Connect deeply with something that derives you from your heart and soul. Heal the parts of you that are keeping you from already having it. And you will never quit anything again because it will be deeply aligned with your core values and your desires and from this place deep within who you are. Now, if you're thinking, I don't even know who I am or what I want, that would be an example of an obstacle and why starting with you where you are is so vital. That's okay if you don't know the answers to those things. That's your current reality, so that's where you have to start. Get to know yourself so you can figure it out. Figure out where you are, why you even want to go where you're headed, and if that why is big enough that you're willing to undertake the probably long, arduous journey, and then plot a route and ideally find a tour guide to help so you don't have to go it alone. If getting past that weight and food struggle so that you can rebuild a loving and trusting relationship with yourself and food and just learn to feel at home in your body again is one of your deepest whys. This is what I do in the Cognitive Eating Academy with my clients and it will help provide you the most direct route to helping you uncover your whys. It helps you focus on changing the causes and gets your focus off of the symptom. And the weight then just becomes a non-issue as it should be. And everything in life changes and improves in the most beautiful, wonderful ways. So, I hope that this gave you some things to think about and um, consider in terms of, you know, some of what might be keeping you stuck in that. Uh, Thank you for joining me and tuning in. I so deeply value and appreciate your time. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. Until next time, 
I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.